Good day and welcome to the Bobscast. It is season two and it is week two, episode two. It's all things working twos. Well, it's been an interesting week of Super Rugby. Uh, we had a good set of results last week. And in an off-air conversation I had with Usmo Muchikibiso sitting here next to me, it feels like things have reverted to type. Taboobs, Ukubani Bob was also here. Yep. I don't need to introduce them as a regular viewer, understand, regular listener, understand that Utaboobs is a world-traveled former Springbok. The last time Needs I remember. no introduction. Yeah, I remember last watching you play for Newcastle Falcons. And I'm like, mm. Except for Newcastle, I only know Newcastle, um, the football club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but look, just to a quick recap on the previous weekend's results. Uh, the Highlanders beat the Reds 36-31. Uh, the Sunwolves nearly stuffed up uh, Super Super Group when they lost 31-32 with the Waratahs. Yeah. And then the Crusaders. Did. Yeah, things stuck to type. 38-22 against the Hurricanes. Then the Brumbies. Yeah, they they properly ambushed uh, Super Guru. They 54-17 went over the Chiefs. Then the Sharks, uh, the game of proper two halves there. They led 19-0 in halftime, but they ended up beating the Blues 26-7. Then there was a snow fest at Newlands, uh, 1917, the Stormers beating the Lions. A proper snow fest yeah, at that. Yeah, I want to get into that. Yeah, but yeah. it is snow. Oh, wow. <laughs> surprise, then, surprise. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> Things reverting to type at um, Buenos Aires. The yeah. Way. Yeah, Bulls losing to the Jaguares 27-12. Well, it's a proper reversion to type that. Yeah, I think yeah. it looked like the Lions' result was um, a surprise. Then the Haguaris realized that I, I suppose it was a Tongo. This is our house. Yeah. Uh, Spoo, let me start with you. Um, the Stormers again, Snowfest. Yeah, look, I, I'm not going to ping pong with the Bobs again like we did last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've actually I've been to Cape Town in the, in the last few weeks. I think yeah. last Tuesday I was in Cape Town. I met up with a few. Uh, Stormers boys. Otherwise, you are lads. Otherwise, uh, and um, it's a uh, it's an ongoing process. It's they have to really, really pull it off. But anyway, let me yeah. Let you go. Uh, um, if you if you um, keep things for me uh, in that game, uh, I, I that that new boy, uh, Gianni Lombard. Yeah. Came on, made a real difference for the Lions. Came in at ten, pushing Elton to twelve. Now that that kind of kind of shakes the tectonic plates um, as far as the future of the Lions is concerned. I think in terms yeah. of real number 10 competition, this is the first time Alton has had it um, at the Lions. If you remember, yeah. uh, was it Jakub van der Waalt? He didn't really uh, do it uh, as a competition. Manus Borsov had to move even though he had had a great season that, that led him to become a springbok. Yeah. Um, and when he came back, he didn't come back to the Lions because, you know, Elton's place is Elton's place at the Lions. So I think Gianni Lombard, I saw him at least three times take down Damon Dialende in those last few minutes where the Lions were defending and defending and defending uh, until eventually they succumbed. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I think I think that for me stuck out. That that's one of the things that can clicked. I, can I Herschel just, Herschel Janchi as can well. I, can yeah. I just tip in on that on that on that on that uh, Lombard kit? The yeah, Lombard, yeah. Uh, Alton. For me, it just alarms you that you know sometimes we ne- we never we take players for granted. Yeah, Howard Munisi. Yeah. Howard, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a question that I need to put, especially to yeah. you, guys, um, there's someone. A, a big rugby fan, a big rugby follower, was very impressed with Gianni Lombard's defense in particular. I mean, mm. it is a facet of his game that he excelled in when he played schoolboy rugby 
for Power Boys High. But thoroughly um, impressed. What 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 yeah. what was it about that defense that made you so that, that really got people talking? Because he, st- he actually stood up to a lot of hits. So, I mean, even Elton, yeah, yeah. even Elton himself on mm. Saturday, so, he was so, no slouch on defense. So what's good? What's good about him is his approach to the contact and to the to the tackle situation. He. First of all, he's coming up, which means he's meeting him, he's meeting you at your pace. Yeah, so the whole thing is about a gain of uh, who puts the first foot down so that it can use your power leg. Yeah, so your leg leads with your shoulder. So if I get that whilst your leg is up and I can get the handles on you, mm. yeah, well, I'll yeah. dominate that yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so yeah. his pace is giving him the chance to get up, and then at the same time, he's got a great technique where he's going around the legs because he knows that he's not going to make a big hit. Yeah. Which is the liability that you find when when you're not uh, a brave defender yeah. who who doesn't want to put his shoulder uh, and his head in around the legs, you get you get run over. Yeah. Because you're standing up and then you got no leg power to hold you back. There's no anchoring and from no where you stand. You got no momentum. Yeah. So for that, that that is a good thing. That mm. that is the best way for a yeah. young player to to gain and, and gain confidence yeah. is to do your basics well. But that is a clinical textbook tackle that he does, but he does it so well because he understands what his technique is about. His lead, I mean, yeah. his leadership as well. I mean, he, he is a young kid, calling, pretty much a day calling. Um, get yeah. in here, go in there, do this, do that. The, I mean, like these guys is, are all this seniors is, this around it. He's got Nick Grooms, got Elton. This is why I thought and in 2017. Like, go, 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 line up, yeah. go, 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 get around because he's like directing traffic, mm. and and they're under the cosh here. This is Stormers at Newlands, under the most pressure they've been under the current coach. It, it just shows, and you, you bring in that kid. Just it shows a great move by Yaris to bring Just a quick interjection now. You're talking of Newlands. I saw John Cardinelli, who writes for South Africa Rapid Magazine. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted that there were only 15,000 people in the Newlands. Less how, than. How less concerning. Than how 14, concerning. Yeah. I mean, everyone looks at Newlands as. Even if South African it's rapper goes through. Yeah, it's a pinnacle. Goes through. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really deep troughs and it's and small peaks in Super Rugby. The Newlands crowd remains constant. To, but to think about for it. For a South African derby. Julia to have less than 15,000. 11 years ago, yeah. it used to be 40,000. We used to average 48,000. Yes. A, a game. A game. Yes. I'm talking about rain and whatever it was. It's um, it's the, it's the, it's the, I guess, it's a reflection of what's happening within the union. Yeah. And people are voting on their feet. Yes. And they're like, you know, I'm going to step in there if I'm not getting what I want. Yes. And it's been a promise, it's been a promise. And none, yes. none of this has happened uh, because the results, the base marketing too, look at the Lions, how they turned it around, yes. how the Lions wanted to see more people coming to their stadium. Yes. And it was through how they they really cleaned up and they, and they decided that this is the way they wanted to. You can't beat you can't beat the play on the field though. You can do all the Marvel the comics, the marketing, uh, is the marketing play. gimmicks. Uh, it's a play. You you can't beat what happens on the field. And I replied I replied to that using uh, uh, to John's. Um, Yes. A tweet uh, using a reply that I, I got to the article I wrote about Robbie Fleck And if I can just read a line or two I won't say who it was from But it was um, a, let's say a guy, a Cape Tonian a, An out and out Cape Tonian He says, Spoo my brew uh, Good piece on Fleck As a lifelong Newlands faithful and Western Province fan It pains me to see the lack of imagination and energy at the Union When mediocrity is rewarded 
in the coach as in the boardroom this is the unfortunate result i am angry as you can tell but mostly i've lost interest one of the most apathetic fans that hasn't been to the stadium in three years and flex been there for how long three seasons going into four so this is the mood in cape town as far as fans are concerned yeah and i think when you look at that now again do you think that kind of performance the storm has actually put up on saturday is is that one that actually keeps fans at home today? no man that thing was staccato and there yeah. was no fluency there was the ah. I, I almost ah. felt Oh. You know, you know what is what has been quite disappointing for me is yeah. is to as to watch teams who don't really have like yeah. as plans where they can manipulate and manipulate situations and create options and, and get the right people onto the ball. Yes. So for me, like having having a Damien at fifty, root white, and then and root then you having run. and then you have a Jean Luc. And then, oh, you know, like you know, Ruan now it's and stiff, Ruan now man. and and, every, and everything. So there's there's there hasn't been a flow. I mean, you look at the the influence that a Sergio Peterson can have in a game, and I mean he's electrifying. He's like you know the X factor yeah. that you need to to turn things up. When did he touch the ball? You know. So and then you think about what Dylan Lades offers you in terms of his all-round ball playing and, and being a distributor and, a, and the orchestrator of the backline and the plays and attack, yeah. the freedom play. So there's a whole lot of having to figure out where they want to go and yes. how they want to go about it. Um, even in the forwards, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that the guys are doing, but it's very, you know, when you can see that people are playing yes. for their positions only. Yes. It doesn't feel like it's a concerted thing. It's not concerted, as you say. It's not in concert. Mm. It, you know, when you think con in concert, you think orchestra. You think there's yes. a conductor. Yes. There are certain, there, there, there are tones. There are the sopranos. Light there and are shade the altos. There are the tenors. There are the bass. And all together, they make a symphony. The storm is lumpy. Uh, uh, hard to watch 165 minutes for them to score their first super rugby try and a lot of it is credited to Egan seconds giving them penalty after penalty that some of them you didn't think they really deserved route one looking for looking for a score straight to David Dialena that play is 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 overdone it's tired it, and then, you know it, and, and at the same time I think I think uh, I think the lines are exposed to I think uh, in, 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 in what way? I'll get to the lines right now. I need to just ask about Egan Seconds in particular. Egan is a former Storms player, former Western Province player. Um, isn't there now a conflict of interest when it comes to. I know that Glenn Jackson played Glenn for Jackson the Chiefs. Glenn Jackson played for the Chiefs, yes. yeah. But um, don't you get. Don't, isn't, it, isn't now that seen as a conflict of interest? Because. I remember a great college Paul Russ game that was raved by Griffin Colby. Griffin Colby happens to be a great college over and he made a very controversial call that upset Brendan Fenter. And actually from that call, great college were trading 32-27, scored and actually went on to win the game 34-32. So the question I put out to you, to you gentlemen in particular is that, isn't there a conflict of interest now mm. in having a ref, regardless of whether you're seen as impartial or not? Yeah. Having riffing a riffing a game that involves the former team because in cricket in particular, except in test matches, you don't get home umpires. 
in tests. In tests, you have okay. one for, for ODIs. You have one home, yeah. one neutral. Yeah. Well, we all know. We all know that there, yes. was, there was a cock up, like the whole the whole situation and how they did it. Um, yeah. You just you just don't you just don't want to put a player a, a person in that compromising situation. It's yes. similar to when I remember Jonathan Kaplan could never ref a game at Newlands because yeah. we, we were staying in Cape Town. Yeah, yeah. Um, what uh, what's a uh, Craig Craig Joubert in Durban in, in, never, yes, used re- yeah, yeah, never used to never used to referee any shots because at the same time you probably even go and work with them at the training. Yes. And and we all human. You know what I mean? There's yeah. guys that that you sort of like, you know, you cool with, and and you sort of like feel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean, interpretation. For me, for me, for me, I thought the the big call that was massive was when um, uh, Marks went for the ball. Went for the ball yes. on Eben uh, Malcolm, Malcolm, by the line. Malcolm eh? on the lineouts. That was a clear steal. That, I thought that was a too, penalty. I thought he held on to the ball. For but at the long. same time, the 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 the. the the non-assistant from an assistant referee to yes. say because he had the clear view yeah and there's no other place that he was going to be because it was a line out yes. and the so line out you have to be on the 15 on the other side so he's on the, the 15 the, the so that you can yeah. make sure yes. that you can see the line out is in straight yeah and you can dictate from there you know what i mean yes so badly positioned you could say but then at the same time they do walk in linesmen and talk Yes. And say, uh, watch that could be. I think we should take it upstairs. Go check, yes. uh, check, check, check that. And then the linesman said, keep them. They do communicate. Yes. That's why they got comms. For me, he was let down by his colleague. Yeah. Yes. For and, me, um, just quickly, and it probably uh, showed the, the experience of, yeah. the, of the people running that game. I thought, I thought, um, I don't see how Egan Seconds got ahead of Twingy Lechadas where any Rasta who was in, at, at, at the at the an assistant at the. Um, Bulls Aguares game. I, I think for me, if you need someone at home, you get a Rasta in for a game of that magnitude. I think for Egan Seconds, it's far too soon for him to be refing, especially a union now. that he played for. But you an- know, so another question now. To you. I think it was inexperienced, then it is bias. Yeah. Yeah. Another question. Doesn't Rasta now fall under the Western Province Red Western Refugee Society? Because I've seen him ref a few. Western province with school games in Western province countries doesn't that now represent another competitive but but experience but now now you now I mean my it, argument I, is experience not so, not necessarily I mean background. let's just put it let's put it down to this kind of experience situations I yeah. mean Rasta has refereed the Olympic gold medal game he has done uh, he has done the World Cups yeah, he's, yeah. Done, he's, done, he's done some pretty big games where yeah. it yeah. calls upon someone yeah. with a calm influence and who's got the command of what he's doing. And he, know, he knows where um, the blind spots are on the field. Egan Se- I don't think Egan Seconds does yeah. know where the blind spots are because immediately he should go to his linesman and command him to give me the call. Mm. Let me know what you have mm. seen, much like you would in a try line. Mm. If, if you're going for the line and the try, mm. that's not Egan's call. He mm. goes and says, what have you seen? Is this a try? Is, uh, did they touch the line? What is the on-field call according to the linesman? Then he will take that, take his word, and then take it upstairs. Yeah, but that's the, that's exactly the one. The one, fun, the one fun thing about this whole thing is that you will always be known as that dude who did that. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think so you, you, you mentioned the lines in passing, uh, but now we need to look at them from a holistic perspective. I think we'll look at officiating 
as and when the season progresses yeah. because it's only yeah. two weeks now so we also need also will need a full AJ AJ Jacobs had a tough one you see. He, he, if you thought uh, Egan struggled, yeah, yeah, AJ Jacobs with uh, with the Waratahs and the Sunwolves, right? You yeah. really, yeah. You, you are now you were swimming in the deep end too. <laughs> so it's 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 a good thing because you need to give these guys a chance in the yeah. time and the space. And sadly, those are the games that they have to yeah, do. Those yeah, they have, to, they really have to learn on that. Hook. Yeah. And um, it's up to them for the individual now to, to bounce back and show what they're capable of. Okay, before we move on to the Lions, um, I need to again ask this question. Does the offside line actually exist? Especially because oh, I watch, depends. I watch, I watch <laughs> the Crusaders having team. Team game. You're watching. I watch <laughs> the Wales-England game, we'll, but we'll talk about that towards the end of this episode. Mm. Um, it, it, it's, it, it's, of, it is of grave concern that line speed for all its advantages and its nuances it has clearly eradicated yeah, whatever so, remains of the offside of, of the offside line so so there, there's 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 so many things that the world of rugby has been trying to do to keep the game interesting and, and to keep it more of a contest yeah um you've seen the leniency of the referees lately especially on like lineouts you can see that this guy caught it by his inside on his chest. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like on his chest. There's no way. Then they sort of like let that go. Yeah, yeah. Go there's a lot of there's a lot of speed. things. Yeah. There's a lot of things that they've been lenient about, and that offside line they've been, and that is something that they said that they will make sure that they're vigilant because they want to see some more ball in hand. Yes. So at the moment, the game is averaging about 35 minutes of ball in hand. Out of all the 80 minutes, so 35 minutes of ball in hand. So that, that's, that's excluding much. scrums, lineups, that's, resets. That's, that's the ball is being played. It's like the actual action. game now time. Now you are running time. around yeah, 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 for 35 yeah. minutes. It's only 35 minutes of the 80. Most of the time. God damn. <laughs> I'm sure it's even less when so, you're watching the so Lions. So if you think about it, if you think about it in uh, in 1995, the, that World Cup, yeah. the ball in play there was 14 minutes. One four. Yeah. Minutes. So with 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 all of that, um you, you just feel that now it's supposed to be I don't know, it's the the for me for me I think teams are not are not being policed the same way. Yeah. When it comes to the offside lines. And that comes from how your defensive leader sort of influences and your team sort of has uh, the, the behavioral sort of like look to the, yeah. to the referee. If I'm saying to the ref, behind the most hind foot, sir, we're all good, let's go. And then now he's thinking, are they right, are they correct? Yeah. Now, again, I go to the assistant referee. They're the ones that supposed. They supposed to be policing that thing. They supposed to be hotter than an iron, bro. Yeah. Because this is killing what our attacking player, and more interestingly, how people now can actually get the chance in time and space. Yeah. The the, the, the your, your your line speed is important. Yes. Because I mean we all understand everyone feels uh, compromised under pressure. Yes. You know decision making and skill set. So that is killing the attacking game. No, it's about brutality. And then yeah. we, we ask ourselves why there's so many players now retiring because of concussion. Everything is about physicality. So the physicality has gone up. I mean, these guys are just, they, 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 they,
Well, they, they did measure the, the tackle between an NFL tackle and a rugby tackle. A rugby tackle, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a discovery, if I'm correct. Um, please go check it out. Uh, it was, uh, so they said that on the rugby tackle, it almost, the, the impact that was made was of a car crash. Every single time. Every single time there was an impact. But, 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 now that's an, that's an interesting point because um, like the they, they were, I was listening, I was listening to um, Mills Muliaina's uh, podcast with Scott Robertson. Sure. Scott Robinson, um, I think it's called the short ball, um, and they were discussing the the the, um, uh, the hit on Brody Retallick the week the week before, yeah. which was which was a red card, right? Mm. Which was deemed a red card, and then what they said was that it it's it, it's more dangerous for the tackler to suffer from a concussion than it is for the tackled player right for the ball carrier and all the ball carrier can do these days is drop the shoulder and they can take the the high hit i mean for a retaliate to get hit high in 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 a you know it's fast motion i think most players now are are susceptible to an arm around the neck or a dangerous tackle according to the laws because it's 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 easier to I, just drop the shot. I remember the now tackle. on on those stats, right? Is it worse? Is it is it that collision worse for the tackled player, or or the ball carrier? So well, you can say what you say, but the fact of the matter is that these guys are having car crashes every weekend, and and for me that is a scary bit of um, thinking of maybe having a son playing rugby mm. or. A parent or a mother so I think this is when we have to rely back in terms of what the game is all about so the technique is very important and I think having kids that are well coached uh, the safer they will be on the field and I think again this the issue of, of, of tackling how can can safe tackling be coached I think I think that's safe tackling is actually the the textbook way of coaching tackling. Yeah. It's the most effective way of tackling. But in a max situation now, are you always going to be able to pull off textbook tackles if now someone is running at an angle, you now have to chase, and then you now have to look so, at the inside pass that comes in, so, and then you find yourself off balance, but so, still able to make a tackle. So the whole the whole thing is, if you're teaching that, is that you have to give those scenarios in, a, in an environment where the guys yeah. are tested. Um, by creating opportunities for the players to react. Yeah. So it's all about what they call most of the defensive coaches, staying in the dance floor, being yeah. on your toes, making sure that you can hey, uh, use yeah. either, either your left or your right to power off and make the tackle and yeah. take your shoulders. So if, I mean, the thing about it, you either, you either, you either a killer or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you you wanna you either wanna uh, kill or you just like oh you ain't mate. So I think then if you know that you're a killer and yeah. you know that you are not, you'll be safe learning the basic technique and making sure that you're safe. Talking of killers, um, <laughs> the lions in particular, I think Smooth tried to reflect with them. Now they we can actually get to the point of talking about the lions in particular. Um. I suspect there's a lack of mongrel in amongst their loose forwards. They're very, very, very light in the department. Mm. And they remind me of the Sharks in 2008 before Jean Dazel really started making an impact where I think that Keegan Daniel at six and then that Ryan Kankowski at eight. And you always felt, I think also Jacques Porches as a loose forward, you, all, you felt that 
as industrious as they were, they always felt a bit light, felt a bit light from a loose forward perspective. Do you feel that the lines in particular are being caught short while in that department? And teams uh, like the Stormers, as terrible as they were on Saturday, expose them in that department? Yeah, look, a couple of things. You know, Warren Widely again has broken down. Uh, yeah. I think he played half that game in Newlands. He's made of glass at the moment. Um, they played two sixes. I've got a jig for that thing. Guys, the guy. It's not his fault that he's. I know breaking. he's unlucky, but like I'm not saying two unlucky. games into the season, your body yeah. breaks. Yeah, we just <laughs> yeah. mentioned car crashes okay, every weekend. Yeah. But all right, um, <laughs> two games in already, it seems like Warren might be out, and and you know I, I think they've got a I don't want to say a I soft it's underbelly. It's pectoral, which is which is quite. That's a, not. Jean that Jean de Villiers had that. Uh, yeah. Pectoral is yeah. a four-month situation, and it's surgery. So that's a chance it's a chance for for you just for, hope that um, it's not Hachiva Daimani. Again, I think if we manage our players better from a Saru perspective or SA rugby perspective, Warren Whiteley shouldn't be playing in the first five weeks anyway. Because he's in the long-term planning of the Springboks, yeah. much like how the New Zealanders are doing. True. And you've got you've it's not a position where that lacks. Yeah. Um, uh, backup, was, you know, they, and you're still at home, and you're still, yeah. yeah, you haven't done your tour, you haven't done your hard yards. So I, I felt Achiba Daimani give him the first three games at least, or first four games, mm. let him have a hit, yeah. you know, with um, his appetite. Exactly, you can still recover. I mean, the the Lions, I think they went. There's a season where they they lost their first three on the bounce, but they still managed to make the final that year. I think it was the first time they made the final. Yeah. They lost their first three games on the bounce, so they can recover from that. But you know, when you're talking physicality, I like Marvin Ori's uh, um, approach approach to the game. Yeah. I thought he is stepping up big time. Has to be in the Springbok conversation this year. Lineout work outstanding. Stole two to three lineouts. Of the of the Stormers in a high pressure situation, he's got lots of command and playing as a number four lock, he's and got, he's not a natural number four. He's, he's got lots of command. He's got he's you got great command. Talking yeah. of number but, fours, but wait, 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 we're not done. Question. We're not done. No, 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 quick question, quick question. Is, There's a soft underbelly in that pack. We'll, we'll get to that. I just want to pose another question. Where does Hiram Andrews fit in? Because he's a number four lock, but he looks like a very small number four lock. Yeah. And uh, having watched, I watched that shocks that shocks Blues game thoroughly. Him and Ron, I think Ron Bort in particular was was properly underwhelming in that match. Especially, look, I mean, look, he was up against uh, was up against Patrick Tupolo to Akiri no, no, no. His team was dominating. He's supposed to be dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Let's, not, let's not give him. Let's not give him a, 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 yeah, a bit was, of a nice way out. Yeah. There's no I way out because be, I found because him to be very, I found him to be very soft in that So, game. so you you look you look in terms of what has happened at the Sharks yeah. and why will be a change at captaincy. True. If then if that leadership was something that they found that it was wanting from last season. I think I think I think Hiron Andrews. Yeah. He is a doer. And that is important for you, especially as a as a lock. Yeah. To become a doer. Yes, he'll probably fill up, become more physical, or uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what I like about him is that that guy is putting himself out and about. Yeah. Yeah. He's mixing it up. It's not punches. It's all those punches for him. Yeah. Because every time he's stepping up to the platter, every time he's stepping up, everything that he does, he knows that he's scrutinized. Yeah. Because everyone looks at him and they think that, how can this crony guy be playing super rugby? Yeah. But okay. what he has is a good Engine. mental and an engine and he's a yeah. doer. 
and there's nothing can go wrong for him because look at the guys who've been there before. Yeah. Albert van der Berg. Fair. Yeah. Talking of talking talking of duels, back yeah. to the lines in particular. Yeah. Is it them having a case of too many duels and less impact players? I think I think I think what they really do miss is that is 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 a, is a, is a, is a synergy between uh, the the forwards and the backs. Yeah. Um. What was nice about Fat Declare? Yes. He played to the tempo, which chased those forwards, and those forwards like to do things. Yes. So now he used to be the one who has to be the genuine creative player yes. around and play with them and put them into the game. And they're playing at the high tempo because everything is going fast. Nick Groom still has to adapt to the game that the Lions want to play. Yeah. I think that it is starting to I think to he's show. a bit behind, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it shows because... He's, he's the, a step it, behind it's the, a, it, the, the That beat. game is about a flow. Mm. It's yeah. about a flow. It's about yeah. it's about Alton getting that ball, coming in on flat, yeah. varying his lines. And you, we saw the balls going behind his back. Yes. That never happens, even with your big Ross Crenier. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to divert, divert a little bit from Super Rugby, we can't sit here and not acknowledge what took place in Cardiff over the weekend. Dog. Oh, what about the French? Well, the French, the French game aside, no, but I'm just, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm just. Why, why I mentioned the French is because I thought they played brilliantly yes. against uh, against Ireland and then they went and bombed it in the second half yes. <laughs> and then against England they were totally like yes. it was that was car crashes there <laughs> and, and, and and some proper brain farts yes. and they were just they were just outsmarted yeah but saying all of that that English team looked unbeatable yes uh, the, 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 there's one thing that I really have to admire about how Warren Gatlin has gone with his coaching. Um, the, the way that he appreciates the mindset of the player and how he influences them with their psyche is something that has to be taken to, to, to the front of yeah. our coaching is supposed to be at that level. Because, I mean, he took that British-Irish Lions team. Yes. I mean, if you said to anyone that those guys had a shot in that series, yeah, no. would have loved you all. You know what I mean. <laughs> and then he got those guys to start thinking and believing that they're in the cycle. Yeah. yeah. You know, they they in the they in the cipher, they in that circle, and 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 then leading up to to the to the English game, he went at them because he knew those players' mental psyche. Uh, he's one of his presentations that he did to get the British Irish job was to break down what is the relationship and what is the importance and responsibilities and what other people and influences that come from within those four nations. And that's how he got the gig, because now he had full knowledge of what is happening in Ireland, yeah. what is happening in Wales, he coached down in Wasp. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean? So he yeah. went and he was like, okay, let's target the few hotheads. Carl Sinclair, yeah. get into his skin. Yeah. Um, so now, if you're gonna do that, that means then you have to put Pharaoh under pressure. Mm. Yeah. So now all of a sudden they chased down and gave him less time mm. to think and to mm. do things. They know that as much as John May is, is a great talent, but mentally, he can be be the kind of guy who floats in and floats out of again. Mm. Mm. Again, it goes back to the value of a good coach crux of our conversation in our previous episode. Lordy, lord. Yeah. Let's uh, looking at ahead to this weekend's fixtures. It's Hurricanes, Brummies at Wellington. It's Rebels, it's Rebels, Highlanders. 
in Melbourne. It's a big Saturday for South African teams, even though there's Chiefs, Sunwolves in Waikato, there's, there's Reds and Crusaders in Brisbane. Lions, Bulls, it is Park. Five past three kickoff. Lions, Bulls. I hope I'm doing that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, I'm not going to want to miss well, that one. Well, I, I'm thinking I'm, uh, I'm going to say something now. I'm going to yeah. go Bulls. Like already, <laughs> already your callings. I think, I think, for me, it's gonna be the the, the almost bold? almost feeling the tried and tested halfbacks against the trying to be tested halfbacks. Nine, nine, nine they, and ten. So, so like the thing is, so we saw how the game nine was 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 made possible last weekend by yeah. the Stormers. Uh, Henry Pollard is not a guy who's shy on doing that. Yes. And you've seen those plays that the Bulls are playing with a flat on Odendale mm. <laughs> with that pass being so crisp from the young Papi. Yeah. And the pace that the Bulls play at. The Bulls are probably the one team that has got more variation in their attack I than th most teams. Oh, I think they need to bring in uh, Warek Haland more. Uh, more. I like, I like, more, I like, I like the, I think, I think, I like the, the, the Henry control uh, of the game. But so, against the Jaguars, where they needed a switch up and a, and a and a quick one to bring something else, that, that Kalan could have come in more as the first receiver. That game, like that, that game, they forced them pitch man. Yeah, that's one thing you can't. You know, no, like, true. But much, you know when you need, you know when you need something new, the uh, When you you know you're getting hammered up front and and. But it's, it's so, so. Jags are flouting the rules again, and so, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah. like in that situation, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a basically a sad thing that you hope that the players are sort of like empowered to be like, guys, today we have to play as one day. <laughs> Peter Develius called it Township Rugby. <laughs> exactly, yeah, Township Rugby. Take it back to Otenigua so, High School. So you know, like, like you know, like hell. when you you're that team that you know you're gonna get dominated mm, physically. Yeah. So what everything is that everyone must be willing to live off the scraps. Yeah. Organized chaos. I think if you go to you know to Buenos Aires you thinking you're going to exert your game to the Jags, you uh, overestimated your value. Organized yeah, chaos. Especially if you're a South African team. Yeah, organized organize, organize yeah, chaos. Yeah. Wait organize, for them. Organized chaos. Make the error. And stress them with your set piece. Organized chaos, stress them set piece. Yeah. But be comfortable to play off the turnover ball. Yeah. And be aware that's all you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. Is that you're not gonna get that flowing game because no, yeah. you know what I mean? No, definitely if, not. If we never if we never go blind, this this is the day we go blind. I mean organized chaos is how the high end is playing. I don't mean to refer to it now saying that they're They just get there, tell skelter, somehow they'll score points. I mean look at what they did against Reds. They played Helter Skelter, they Reds, I think Reds are back, bro. Uh, look, look. I mean, look. I mean, that, hey, that, that team hey, looks hey, very hey, militant. Hey, yeah. hey, hey look at the Reds. It's very Brett Sortier. Look at Sortier's game. Yeah. 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 My friend, that kid, I saw him last year. I mean, the worst games to watch. You can, you can call me out to this. Australian and National Dubbies. Provincial. Yeah. Uh, uh, the tournament. The yeah. tournament. The, 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 the NPC. The Cup. Yeah, my friend, oh, just, but that boy <laughs> was tearing things up. Yeah. I saw that kid. He was a player of the of the tournament. Yeah, he's got he's got special skills. He reminds me a bit of um, it's almost like a Jerry Gascot in bloody. Jeremy. <laughs> it's like a Jerry Gascot. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look at me going in there. And I think fighting this sharks Thomas. Sharks. Sharks Thomas. Sharks. Am I supposed to jump in? Yes, that is that a cue. Well, look, Stormers are going for the a regulation beating at in in at Kings Park. Would you um, call it a regulation beating? I'll call it regulation. I wouldn't if I was Nah, I think that's always opposite with those teams. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do you reckon they win? Whenever, whenever they're at home, the whenever they're at home, it's always kind of weird with those two teams. Remember, even the semi-final. You know, you know, these two teams was played to a nil-nil halftime scoreline yeah. in a Super Rugby game. Yeah. What about? And I was there. What watch. about the Reds? Yeah, what about the Reds Sharks game? 6-5, 2004. Yeah. So, ah, yeah. so yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. We've been, we've been I watching hope, Paint I dry. hope yeah. this is not that kind of weekend, especially with the artillery that's... I think, I think, I think the Stormers... The that, Stormers that the Sharks just, have. The Stormers need to relax. Yeah. You know that thing of saying relax and actually actually enjoy if, the if, privilege if that you have? Use the damn ball past, so, so past Damien, have, past Ruan now. Have fun, have fun a bit. And, and for the Sharks, jeepers, man. Look on your arm. Yeah. Ah, exactly. Yeah. That's another reason why. <laughs> That's another water. reason why. <laughs> best, <laughs> best, best, hands, best hands, hands in the game at the moment. I hope, yeah. I hope, I hope Spoon Cross is better. Uh, yeah, he, better. yeah, he came off. He came off. I think but, he took um, like an HIA. But then the, just the back three. I mean, think about the opportunity of. Razi can't get a start. Cohen Bosch came on with like a point to prove. Did you see that intercept, bro? Yeah. Ooh, yep. The boy, the boy is like, is angry. He's angry. That's what I, that's what I was looking uh, for in in shoulder. in Kevin Bosch. Put in the shoulder. Uh, Put fight, in the shoulder. Fight. I asked. Uh, I think it was also uh, Taniela Telua. When he came on the second half, he asked uh, questions, defensive questions. They must. You can uh, coach uh, that into him, man. Again. You can coach that into him, man. You, you, you can't coach what the Bulls was talking about <laughs> off air, about how he knew when he was playing at under 16 level at school after getting bounced like four times in a row, yeah. that he still wanted to get up and make the tackle. You yeah. know, la la crack, that attitude. You can't do that, you can't coach. See, I saw attitude in, in Kerwin Bosch, and that's what's been missing. He's the rest, you can add it onto it. Yeah. One thing yeah. about him is a competitor. I did, hadn't seen that for a long time. He actually wants a place in that starting yeah, 15, and he feels like he deserves can it. Can you imagine? Now he looks like so, he wants so to fight. This is what has happened to him. Just the, the, the jam that was stolen off his donut was Apelele Fass is younger than him. He was the exactly, and so he's going to lick the jam going, clean oh, off man, his donut. This guy is clean. This is life, man. This is rugby. Rugby so humbling, man. Yep. And talking about humbling rugby, unfortunately, <laughs> we close it off here for episode two of season two of the second week of Super Rugby. Yeah, yeah. Before we go, guys, just a quick, quick church announcement. We've got a Facebook uh, group. Please check it out. It's called The Bob's Cast, Rugby's Freshest Podcast. This is where you come in and give us your thoughts. Any topics, rugby related, share your content, whatever it is, memes, anything please bring it on and we'll share it we'll we'll comment we'll rt I'm we'll do everything i'm up with joe we just got guys put it on there let's have this conversation Send your ugly faces your challenge. ugly mugs if no, you think your kid jones can face. play it's a phil jones face yeah let's have fun with it let's have fun with it you'll you'll spot us there we're there we're live catch us again next week after what will be a very interesting clash between ruan now and look at your arm Otherwise, you will. Otherwise, you will. Yes, sir.